What's up, everybody? Uh, quick little uh, Tuesday afternoon after uh, Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch just talked. Solo uh, Haberman here. I uh, expect uh, to see John next week on the show when we uh, get back to uh, full stuff. But I'm going to head out to uh, Niners practice on Wednesday and Thursday. So we'll have some more stuff this week. Um, what's going on down there? Uh, we won't see Brock on Wednesday, we learned. But we will see him on Thursday. So that'll be good. So, hey, good to see everybody on the tube. Um, hit that subscribe button, like the video, hit that alert. We appreciate it. Share it with people. Thank you very much for, uh, for the support as always. And if you want to catch this in podcast form, this will be going up on the podcast. So check out the, uh, the podcast link down in the description. If you're listening to this pod and, uh, you want to see what I look like all by myself, uh, you can go to the YouTube channel. The uh, YouTube, uh, uh, link is in the description of that. So, uh, guys are showing up right now. If you're live on a Tuesday afternoon, as we're just sitting on our butts hanging out, um, uh, Niners are doing uh, some uh, uh, medical stuff, you know, working back in baseline tests, that kind of thing. So, uh, that's what they're up to. The uh, few pieces of uh, breaking news today was um, Brock Purdy is cleared, ready to go without restriction. Um, they said they worked him pretty hard the last couple of days to his peak, building him up. And so he'll take off day one, which is um, Wednesday. And they're going to give him the Niners are three days, one on three days or three days, one off three days, one off for their practice schedule. And uh, um, Brock is going to be two days on one day off, two days on one day off. So that's what's um, that's what's up with him. So he'll be on Thursday, Friday, um, the question is they have Saturday off, then they're back Sunday. So I'd imagine he's back Sunday, Monday off Tuesday. So that's kind of their plan. Kyle Shanahan said that when the ones are out there, I think Mayoko asked him this question, who's going to run with the ones? It's going to be Brock. Not that there was any debate about that, but um, that's the, that's, that's, he's the number one quarterback. It's actually what, one of the things that was interesting from what Kyle said today was the situation that's been created for the backups, because it's not just two guys. Now that Brock's back, it's three. Then Brandon Allen, Kyle Shanahan said, and I said, I was saying this after the OTAs practice, John and I talked about this. I think we talked about it with Kruger that Brandon Allen looked good. So, you know, they want to get him snaps. Um, and, uh, uh, he's going to have to find a way in. I think the next, the first preseason game against the Raiders, which is on August 13th, is going to be really interesting because that's going to be, I think, Kyle didn't say this, this is me kind of my expectation, is that's going to be the game that both Darnold and Trey can play where it's just them going head-to-head. If indeed they're like alternating days still two weeks from now and the number two quarterback competition has not clarified by then, and I don't think it will, why would you? do that before a game, you got to let these guys play, then they're going to get a lot that week because Shanahan said the expectation right now is that Brock is two weeks away from getting fully cleared. Um, So two weeks away is August 8th, right? Today's, if you're listening to it or watching it live, July 25th, that's a Tuesday. Two weeks away is August 8th, a Tuesday. And that is the week leading up to the Raider preseason game. They are joint practicing with the Raiders that week, and then they play the Raiders. You're not going to play Brock Purdy on half a week of practice when he just got fully cleared. I don't think. This is just me guessing here. 
So I think that week is going to be, and that game is going to be the Darnold, Trey Lance, no Brock there to take any snaps um, for that game. Like those guys are going to be able to go at it that game. And then I think the second preseason game is when we see Brock. Definitely by the third preseason game is when you see Brock. But I would expect that those guys at least get that one game with just the two of them going at it head to head. And getting a chance with the ones like that's part of it. Are they going to get one of the follow up questions for Kyle as this thing progresses is going to be one of them. That means Sam, if that's how it plays out, if I'm right, then Sam or Trey is going to get to start the first preseason game with the ones is Brock back for the second preseason game. And if so, does that mean one of those guys does not get a game with the ones or do they each get to have that opportunity? Cause that, Right now, they still got to figure it out, but it sounded like what they're going to do is let's just say Darnold gets reps with the ones on Wednesday. Then Brock is back Thursday, so Brock gets the ones. Brock is there Friday. Brock's off Saturday, but they all are. So then when Sunday rolls around, Brock is back. Then Brock is there Monday. Does that mean then the following Tuesday is when Trey finally gets his chance with the ones? You know, I don't know. That's why I think Kyle, it's still kind of up in the air. Or do they do some sort of alternation within a practice between Sam and Trey? So there's a lot of quarterback reps out there that they have to account for. Well, I guess there's a lot of guys to create few reps. So that's a tough balancing act for them. And I think Brock being on schedule complicates it a little bit. It was going to be pretty easy to just alternate Trey and Darnold with those one reps as they compete you know, each day like they did in OTAs if Brock wasn't back. Well, Brock's back and Brock's, get, Brock's getting the ones. So, you know, it it does it does complicate things for those guys. Uh, hold on. I, I made everything go away. Um, Trey looks healthier, Kyle Shanahan said, and his feet look better. The Jeff Christensen work. I think Grant asked him a question about his choice of quarterback coach, and Kyle said, you know, we don't dictate who they, who they quarterback work with, which, you know – it. I don't know. Is that true? I mean, John Beck seemed like a pretty hand-picked 49ers Shanahan guy for Trey to work with initially, but he did say they didn't connect him with Christensen. I said it, another one coming out of OTAs. I thought Trey's motion looked shorter. I know there have been a lot of videos um, of Trey throwing since then. I'm looking forward to seeing him on Wednesday and Thursday. Not in pads yet, but Looking forward to seeing him. The question will be when they get in the pads, when they get into a preseason game, when the pressure's on, when he's got to hurry on his third read and he feels like he's got a power ball in there, does he keep his same tight um, throwing motion or not? We'll see. Like, that's the test. When when he's got to really force a ball in out of the rhythm of a practice, what does he do? But that's what we're watching for. And um, I'm excited to see it. I did not come out of OTAs extra bullish on Darnold and down on Trey, like I think some of the stories were. Um, So um, I'm excited to see that competition. I think it's pretty even at this point. I know there was some talk in the chat here, which we'll get to. We'll get to some of your chat questions coming up um, after I hit a few of these topics. And um, they, you know, there was some thought, and I I understand it. The reports are, I mean, the Niners are giving Gave – a lot of uh, indications, if you believe the reports, 
if you think Rap Sheet has a line of the 49ers, if you think Schefter has a line of the 49ers, and I do, I put stock in what those guys say, um, to think that Sam's ahead, to think that the Niners, when you hear Kyle talk about how hard it is to create reps for everybody uh, when Brock is back, a trade would alleviate that, right? He has four quarterbacks when Brock is fully, when Brock is practicing, that he wants to get reps for. He has reps for Brandon Allen. He wants to get them. So, you know, it's that trade talk. I don't shut that down by any stretch, but uh, if he views them as equal or if he views Sam as ahead, then it's very real. If he thinks Brock Purdy's healthy and um, if he really believes he's got his franchise quarterback, and he believes that Sam Darnold could also be that, then yeah, they have an incentive. Now, I've said for a long time, I'm not going to do this here because we're going to hit on just some of the news of the day, um, that I would not move Trey unless you get an excellent offer. You're not getting a first. If you got a second, you'd have to do that in a heartbeat. If you got a third, you have to really consider that. We've seen this team need a lot of quarterbacks. So let's see. Let's see that Sam Darnold's a better backup. Let's see that uh, you guys are all healthy. That's how I would feel. If I, if I were in the round table in the meeting room, I'd go, guys, we should not do this right now unless somebody blows our socks off, which is clear. Now, uh, I think this is right. The comment here from uh, L. Fox, all Kyle and Lynch said about quarterbacks is definitely focused on getting Brock ready to start week one. He is on track to start week one. That much is clear. Um, so the, the goal a couple weeks in a, from now is his goal for full go. So I, so I don't expect to see him in that first preseason game, but um, there you go. I thought one other interesting thing about the quarterbacks was that he said he had to remind Shanahan had to remind Brock that last year he was taking the number three snaps. So that tells you that Brock is aware of um, what a quarterback absence can do to a quarterback's job. You can lose your job. And um, maybe that he thinks that, you know, Sam and Trey are good enough. You know, this is a guy that was the starting quarterback for half a season. He saw what it all could be and then had it all taken away from him. So he is itching to get back, and um, Kyle's got to keep him uh, keep him in check a little bit. But I think the preseason games for those quarterbacks are going to mean a lot because um, they're going to get a shot without Brock. <clears throat> uh, other piece of breaking news as it relates to Nick Bosa. Kyle Shanahan asked if he thought Bosa would practice. It was a general question for Kyle and John Lynch. And Kyle Shanahan's immediate response was, I would be surprised if he practices before a contract. Uh, Nick Bosa's got his, uh, he's on his fifth year option. As Shanahan said, he's not subject to the $50,000 per day fines of a holdout. So uh, he expects him to hold out. John Lynch had, had not been given any indication that uh, Bosa would be there today. He wasn't there today. I think we've known for a long time that Nick is going to become the highest paid defensive player in NFL history. His brother, Joey became the highest paid non-quarterback non-quarterback is what I meant to say. Um, when he signed his deal and his deal was $102 million guaranteed and 78 million fully guaranteed. Those were records back in 2020, three years ago. Nick is the better Bosa. Nick is the defensive player of the year. Nick's going to get a lot more money. So uh, both he and the 49ers have said, you know, this is one of the lowest maintenance holdouts I think we've seen in a long time. They both seem optimistic they're going to get it done. It's easy. 
it's easy when you are buying the most expensive car on the lot. There's not a lot of negotiation. You have you came in knowing you're about to buy the most expensive car on the lot. The guy selling the car knows he is selling. You know, this is not just a car on a lot. I guess the better analogy would be like this is a this is the kind of car that goes up for sale. Uh, it's like one of two. You know, so uh, the guy that's selling the car knows he's got the leverage. The people buying the car know. It's one of those, like, if you have to ask the price, you can't afford it. You don't walk onto the lot unless you know you can afford it. So this is going to be pretty, this is going to be pretty easy. It, it Relative to like what sometimes these things are. And the beauty is that you know that he's fully self-sufficient. Like there is no doubt that Nick Bosa takes care of himself. And if the Niners don't see his face until the day before the season opener, um, he's, when he shows up for the for the day of the season opener, he's going to be good to go. So this is a pretty low low maintenance, low drama um, holdout, and it's going to end with Nick Bosa being the highest paid non quarterback in the history of the NFL. And unlike in the NBA right now, well, I shouldn't say unlike in the NBA. In the NBA, the Nick Bosas are the superstar, super max players. Like if you got to give it to any non quarterback, he'd be on the short list of guys you pick. You'd pick a couple of the best receivers in the league. You'd pick a couple of the best pass rushers. You'd pick a couple of the best offensive linemen. And, um, you know, that's probably the list, right? If you put together the short list of guys, you would just max out blank check. He's got to be the highest paid guy that anybody's ever been other than quarterback. He's on the list. So uh, easy one. You know, what's that number going to be? Well, Bosa got $135 million in 2020. Khalil Mack got 141 in 2018. I mean, this number is going to be one, to, the total number, 165? Just guessing? I mean, if 141 was 2018, 170? Full guarantees, if it was 102, 120, maybe? That's just ballparking it right now. Uh, yeah, Jalen Brown's going to make – Jalen Brown just signed for $304 million. He's an excellent player. He's going to make $70 million in the last year of his contract. Saw that today. Cal Bear, Celtics, good for him. Uh, Kyle Shanahan on Debo Samuel. Kyle thinks he can get back to his 21 form. He thought Debo was too hard on himself. Small step back last year, but Debo made it seem like it was a big step back. Kyle said small step back. Uh, Shanahan said 40 days away from the team and quote, I've never had a grown man send me so many pictures with his shirt off. He looks good. So um, Debo has taken it up a notch. I got to think there's a lot of factors you get paid, uh, but you're on a team of achievers. I don't know. Maybe Debo has been asked about it. Somebody tell me if he said something, I don't know if he has, I got to think seeing Christian McCaffrey show up, and do some of the same stuff that you do in the best possible way has to serve as some sort of motivation. Um, I don't know that Debo needed it or didn't need it, but um, I got to think when you have somebody on your team who does some of the same stuff you do, there's got, I know he's a receiver and McCaffrey's a running back, but there has to be some level of motivation that comes from that. There's got to be just a little like, I want the ball in the biggest spot. 
he might get the ball in the biggest spot. Like Debo knows what it means to put put a team on his back and carry it to the playoffs. He did it. McCaffrey kind of knows too what it means. So uh, I Christian's been great for this team, and maybe that's a spot. Now maybe if you if you had Debo in an honest moment, say Debo has McCaffrey affected you at all? Maybe he'd say no. But I think the best players get pushed by their teammates and are willing to compete and are open to that motivation. So. Um. Yeah, I that that was one of my theories when I heard Kyle say that, like Debo, Debo showing him a bunch of pictures of him with his shirt off. I mean, Debo was there at OTAs. He saw it last year, and we talked to McCaffrey about this. Um. I think seeing McCaffrey practice at OTAs, and he practiced his ass off. Him and Brandon Ayuk were when I was there for several days, not every day, but several days. Christian McCaffrey and Brandon Ayuk operated at a different speed from everybody else. And part of it with McCaffrey is he just has a different gear than a lot of other guys. But for a guy of his resume to practice as hard as he practiced was eye-opening, honestly, a little scary. Like, I'd like to turn down the dial on McCaffrey and practice a little bit. Um, You know, Debo, that's not Debo's MO, which is fine. Like, Debo has proven... He's a war daddy, as John likes to say, in practice in games. He didn't practice the first day that they were able to practice. He was a, kind of a day behind, working up to speed in OTAs. But um, it'll be interesting to see. I'm not going to judge. like Debo, I know what Debo is like in a game. We've talked about that. But I will be interested to see kind of how Debo practices these next few. Uh, yeah. This, you know, pads come on. You got to speak. Yeah. I'm not, I don't want him pushing it too much. Um, but it'll be, I'll, I'll be very interested in this, uh, comment Debo looked good working on his route running as well in those videos. Uh, yeah, maybe Ayuk's pushing him a little bit too. Well, a few questions here. Let's, uh, Joe says, where's Middlecoff? Somebody else said, uh, at the very beginning, I didn't chance. Where's John? I miss John. You guys didn't see the, um, uh, if you missed the, if you're, if you're yearning, Go check out the Kyle Juszczyk interview, which we did, which was very good. I know uh, some of you missed that. So go check that out if you want your uh, fix of middle cough. And he'll be back on uh, next week, August 1. August 1 or July 31. I'm not – is there 31 days this month? But anyway, that was that's kind of the plan is post-summer to fire things back up at the beginning of August for the show, which is what we're going to do. But um, – if you're just jumping on for the first time in a month here today, I've been doing some morning, some AMs. Will the people tolerate a solo Haberman? Uh, so far, mostly the answer has been yes. So uh, that's been inspiring. Thank you. And, um, you know, we'll do some more of that stuff when there's something to be done and and uh, and uh, we want to do it. Uh, that's the beauty of this. We can just fire up and, uh, and do it. So that's what's going on here. Uh, let's see. A couple other, a uh, couple other, a couple other, a couple other. Oh, uh, Bosa comment. Bosa is real chill too. Easy to work with. He's not a problem for them. Uh, Thomas says over under 31 and a half per for Bosa, 31 and a half million per overall. So I said one, I said my guess was like 165. We're talking five year deals. So what is that divided by five? That's 33. So I think you go even a little lower, 31. Six times five 
is 158. I'm going to go over. I mean, if Khalil Mack got 141 in 2018 and, um, you know, Bosa right now, I think Nick better than – I mean, Khalil was pretty, pretty freaking good. But I'm going to go over on 31 and a half for uh, Nick Bosa. Butcherbox.com slash ham and another special deal. Free for a year. You get salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for a year, plus an additional 20 bucks off right now at butcherbox.com slash ham. Been telling you about it for years. Been eating it for years on a regular basis. Easily find high-quality meat and seafood. You can trust 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised, crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. Always be prepared with meat in the freezer when you get butcherbox.com slash ham delivered right to your doorstep with free shipping. Butcherbox is offering you free for a year plus an additional 20 bucks off either salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for free. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer for a year plus get $20 off your first order. What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, Promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M. Save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM. Save yourself $20. We don't even need a thank you. Just hammer that promo code. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. 
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, I didn't star these commenters. Now, now I'm going back here. Uh, Hugh says uh, this about Trey. A trade is more likely toward the end of camp. Injuries may cause another team to offer more than they would offer now. Definitely possible that somebody else gets hurt. Remember, that's kind of what the Niners were waiting on with um, Jimmy Garoppolo last year. It never happened, and it was a blessing, a blessing, a blessing for the 49ers that they didn't trade them. Uh, I know some people would say, oh, why was it a blessing? Brock would have played sooner, and that would have been good. Maybe, but I know Jimmy Garoppolo played, and that turned out pretty good for them until Brock took over. So who knows? Who knows how it would have turned out? I would not be in a rush to trade Trey Lance. Would not do it. I'm excited to see him, and um, our opinions will evolve as we get to see him play a little bit more. But I'm not trading Trey Lance for a fifth-round pick. Not doing it. The Niners already got they got their comp picks for next year. Okay, They've, they've got, what, five comps coming to them now that Jimmy Garoppolo passed his physical he cancels out the uh Javon Hargrave so the Niners are they, they they're good on fifths okay they're good on fourths you somebody want to send you a second which I find unlikely but somebody want to do it fine otherwise you are a championship contender in a small window you got safety nets built in at quarterback a position in which you perennially like uh get guys hurt so keep those safety nets around at the most important position unless somebody gives you an offer that uh, you can't refuse. Carlos says, chances are Kyle gets pretty hurt again this year. He might as well keep all four quarterbacks. I mean, I'm in. I'm, at this point, I'm in favor of keeping the three. And um, yeah, I mean, I think he might come out of the thing. Really like it. He already likes Brandon Allen. He said so today. And I, and I support it. I thought Brandon Allen looked good. Now, Brandon Allen... It's not as talented as Trey Lance is or Sam Darnold is for that matter. Not necessarily what Kyle needs. You don't want to get there. You don't want to get to Brandon Allen uh, week five when you had Trey Lance on your roster and you traded him for a fifth. Comment. uh, Great that Trey Lance has done the work he's done now because we can see if he still keeps that same motion as things ramp up from training camp to the preseason, et cetera. This is why I got no problem 
talking about this stuff before it actually happens. You know, obviously we all have to wait and see, but the idea that nobody should have an opinion on this and we shouldn't break down the video and we shouldn't speculate on it. And we should just all sit back with our arms crossed until they play the games. A no fun. B that's not what they're doing. Kyle Shanahan's not doing Kyle Shanahan's not going like, I'm going to close my eyes on everything Trey does until we, uh, until the first preseason game. And then I'll start making decisions. No, he has an opinion right now. And he has an opinion on Sam Darnold right now. And he has an opinion on how he has an opinion on whether Brock Purdy can be his quarterback for the next 10 years or not. And his opinion might be, yeah, we'll see. That could be Kyle. Kyle's opinion could be, yeah, he could be, but so could one of these other guys. That seems to be the way it works with quarterbacks. So, you know, I, I am, I'm not anti-speculation. I'm not anti trying to put the pieces of the puzzle together. And, um, uh, you know, guess, predict. That's I got no problem with the fun of it. Question uh, on the uh, YouTube stream. Over under Fred Warner fights in camp. Well, Brandon Ayuk already posted uh, a con- well video, uh, video picture of himself and said middle finger emoji if you're wearing the other color jersey. So could be those two. Feels almost like maybe we're past that, but if somebody hits somebody, uh, Brandon's going to step up and Fred is not going to back down. Raphael asked, why haven't we seen any videos of Brock throwing the ball? Uh, you know, I think even, even the Niners are not allowed to be out there on the field with him, but that's coming. I mean, we will see videos. Your videos of Brock throwing the football are coming on Thursday. Carlo, uh, not asks says, Kyle needs to stop trying to develop Darnold into a decent quarterback. Even the proof is in the pudding. He's a bum. We have tons of games to prove it. How do develop a, uh, how about develop a QB you traded three ones for, you know, I don't know if Kyle's trying to develop Sam Darnold, what you bring to the table, what you do with your guy in the off season, what you do to prepare yourself is Kyle's here to plug somebody in and call the plays. Uh, you better get your footwork in line. So, I don't think he's trying to develop Sam. I think he liked Sam. There was, we know this uh, because, you know, I we reposted a ham classic interview from John Lynch before they traded for Jimmy Garoppolo in October of that year. They had begun looking at, at draftable quarterbacks. So Kyle has had an opinion. Now, whether or not Kyle was diving into it, the front office was, Kyle has an opinion on Sam Darnold. He had an opinion of Sam Darnold as a college quarterback. He's good with quarterbacks. Sam Darnold was a highly valued quarterback. I'm with you. I'm not bullish, but I don't begrudge Kyle Shanahan being interested to try and figure out if there's something in Sam Darnold he can tap into. But I don't think it's, can I develop Sam? It's if Sam does what I tell him to do, can he be a good quarterback for me? That's how I think he looks at it. Brock looked like he was leading. uh, Glenn says he was, uh, Brock was loading up on the squat rack. While his elbow was out of commission. Uh, question. More receptions this season for Ayuk or Christian McCaffrey? That's a big debate. I made a video about it recently. Uh, you can go watch that. I, I predicted McCaffrey would lead him in catches. I also predicted McCaffrey would be a dark horse MVP candidate. I was uh, in a cab with Shane Vereen, former NFL running back, Super Bowl champion, who remember, I think he set a record for receptions in a Super Bowl when the Patriots beat the uh, Seahawks in the Marshawn Lynch game. And I was in Vegas last, I was in Vegas last week for PAC 12 football media day, got there on Thursday night. And then we did a bunch of interviews on 
Friday um, for Sirius XM. And um, I was in a cab with Shane Vereen. And that morning, I think last Thursday, I did a video about Christian McCaffrey is a dark horse MVP. He has the best non-QB odds, and his odds are worse at 80 to 1 than Brock Purdy's or Trey Lance's. And my theory was and is, if the Niners are good, then it's going to be uh, a lot of big moments from they're not supposed they're supposed to be good. That Christian McCaffrey is going to get a lot of the shine, and that he has what it takes because he catches the ball, he runs the ball, and he's on this team without a you know all pro type quarterback. That he has the right recipe to break the ten year drought of running backs winning MVPs. It's been quarterbacks for ten straight years. And I said, Shane, what do you think about my theory? And he said, Nah, they're going to pick a quarterback. So. There you go with that. But 80 to 1, I'm with you. I think uh I think Christian's gonna have a, a big year and um it's gonna be really good. There's a debate going on, I see in the chat about uh uh elite quarterbacks and whether or not um there are here's a comment. There are no elite quarterbacks in the NFC. Well, Jalen Hurts was elite last year in the sense that he was an MVP candidate. Jalen Hurts has a chance to be an elite quarterback but he's not Mahomes Josh Allen that category yet but he has a chance to be an elite quarterback so I think you have to be I think you have to be open to that possibility there was a I think it turned into is Matt Stafford an elite quarterback I don't think he's an elite quarterback but he is a top 10 quarterback and that's who can do elite things and that's more than enough to win you a Super Bowl with a good team which is what happened uh, Kirk is not elite. Tampa, no. Dak is not elite. Agree. Giants, Seahawks, no. I mean, yeah, there, there is not an elite. Was Kyler on track? Maybe, but he's not. So uh, I think Jalen's got the chance to be an elite quarterback. Right now, he's the only one in the NFC that has a chance to be an elite quarterback. Because of the injuries and their roster last year, Stafford became, you know, for a guy who used to push the ball down the field, became a dump down king. That's what they had to be. Matthew Stafford led the NFL in percentage of throws behind the line of scrimmage. So, um, you know, that is, but, you know, Mahomes th- throws a lot of balls behind the line of scrimmage. The, the Mahomes number from last year was that his average, I think what was his average touchdown pass was four air yards. So, you know, that can work. Um, but yeah, there, there is a, this is why, this is why one of the reasons why there's so much pressure on the 49ers to succeed this year. Cause you look around the NFC and you go, what the hell is this? Who are these guys? Right. When you compare it to the AFC where there's, you know, Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Lawrence, Herbert, uh, uh, Lamar, that's six Rogers, seven. Who am I forgetting? Oh, and they got younger, right? They got Stroud. They got Anthony Richardson. I'm leaving somebody out. Oh, Jimmy G. Deshaun Watson. Um, Mac Jones? So, stack. No, not Justin Fields. Could he maybe one day? Maybe, maybe, maybe. I mean, he wasn't. I agree. He was He was not a B quarterback last year. So, way to go. Um, I will always read comments like this. Robert, guy has such nice hair. I'm so jealous. Been a while since I got a cut. Got a haircut uh, coming up on Friday with my guy Laz. Going to see Laz. Um, And I'm looking forward to that because I need to get this thing. Need to get this right. Had a good conversation with Brady Quinn about hair on uh, Thursday night. 
And uh, it turns out he does what I do, which is the key here. Well, there's a lot of keys, but one is don't be afraid of length. A few tips. Do not be afraid of length. The key to length is uh, asking your barber if you have thick hair like I do and you want it to sit down nicely. The key is to ask your barber to thin it out with their shears, their thinning shears. And so it you can get length. The problem with lengths is some of you know if you have is it gets puffy. Is it gets puffy. And with those shears, you can uh you can thin it out a little bit. Um, and that's what that's that is a big key. It took me a long time to learn that. And then I I cocktail two products. One is an axe pomades, like eight, you know, eight, nine bucks at at Target. That goes in first does most of the work and then a much thicker product comes in second, just a little bit to just kind of hold it without making it, you know, like stiff or whatever. So feel free to ask more questions on that. Happy to love that topic. Happy to talk about that topic. Uh, Comment. We know the Rams are in full rebuild mode and will suck. I am not convinced of that. I would not count on the Rams sucking. I think Sean McVay is like Kyle Shanahan. I know last year they had a uh, five-win team. Honestly, they should have been worse. So I think McVay is like Shanahan in that I think he's a high-floor coach. Doesn't mean you can't have bad years. Shanahan's had really bad win-loss records. But I think he's a high-floor coach. I think he's an elite coach. Um, they have some of the best players in the league. So I think they're going to be solid. I don't I, I don't know if they're going to be a playoff team, but they're going to be a tough out again because they're they've got good players. And they're really well coached. Now they're top heavy, but I think it's foolish to write off the Rams. Off the hamster wheel said, uh, Trent is going to retire after the season 50 50. You know, I think that's a legit take. I don't know if there's a particular reason that off hamster wheel feels that way, but um, I think that's a legit, I think it's, something that everybody should be aware of. I'm aware of it. Uh, John Lynch kind of asked about it today. said, oh, no, he hasn't said that to us. I hope that's not the case. I hope it's true. I mean, he still has good years left. If they were to win a Super Bowl, I think you'd really start thinking about it. But he's also still an elite player. So I hope it's not the case, but it's definitely something you got to I keep in the back of my mind. Trent's got three more years in him. Hope so. Comment, Niners don't have a quarterback, but they're sweeping the Rams every year. What does that say about the Rams? Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, Kyle's got his number, but McVay won a game that mattered. I I, I think Kyle doesn't have McVay's number as much as the data in wins and losses shows. They've played a lot of really close games, and I think it's a great matchup. Um. I think therefore, you know who else? The, the thing for the Niners is they have a division with two really with high floor franchises. I think McVay's a high floor guy, and Pete Carroll is clearly a high floor guy. The Cardinals are low floor, maybe medium ceiling, but that's what if, if you wanted to say, okay, yeah, you think the, the NFC is weak, but something makes this challenging. Uh, what is it? Is that the division has competent two really competent coaches? Um, Carlos says the Rams should tank for Caleb Williams. Everybody should tank for Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams is the best prospect since Andrew Luck. And um, 
he is absolutely going to be starting for. He's going to be the prize. He's going to be worth tanking for. Um, you know, if McVeigh were that that transition where McVeigh was thinking about retiring, a Lincoln Riley Caleb Williams combo for the Rams, I think would have made a lot of sense. But um, I don't think the Rams aren't going to be bad enough for that. So. Am I going to camp? Yes, going to camp. Heading out there tomorrow. Comment, I have this feeling Kyle Shanahan wants Sam Darnold stronger arm than Brock. He wanted to have Darnold before in a trade. Um, okay. I don't, I mean, Brock, look, Sam has definitely been on Kyle's radar longer than Brock. But, you know, I know what that, I know what Brock just did for Kyle. Waited for that franchise. Uh, waited for his teammates and I'll tell you my, I've said this many times, but if you maybe, you know, the thing I'm really watching for with, with Darnold is does the ball come out quickly? He does have some athleticism to him, but I think he struggles to get the ball out consistently quickly, which is what, you know, Kyle wants. And, uh, you know, Brock's got him. Jimmy was good at that. Brock's got to improve at that too, but I really question that. I really question that. I think it is part of what um, is going to hold him back, what holds him back and what puts him in a competition. And um, I think it's part of why he hasn't been consistently a good quarterback because I think he holds it too long. So. Uh, but, but, but any other comments to get to here? Herbert and Burrow special. Yes. Uh, Niners will win six games in their division alone. Easy 12, 13 win team. Okay. I'm not predicting six, no in the division. Uh, guy, has anyone ever told you, look, you look like Kevin Burkhart? No, because I, Kevin's much better looking than me. Kevin's jawline, like my jawline is the C. I've had people on the chat say, oh, nice jawline, deceptive. My jawline on this video looks better than it actually. It's it's actually, this camera angle is good for you. You need the camera a little high, but um, no, Burkhardt is, Burkhardt's voice is incredible too. He has a great voice, great voice, great vibe, just people. I think a lot of guys, you know, I do a lot of play-by-play. Uh, and a lot of college football and um, I've done a lot over the years, baseball and basketball and all that. And I think Burkhardt has almost the perfect temperament on TV, like calling a game. It's just the right amount of, it's a big deal, but he's also loose, but it's natural. We're not going to finish with that. Dylan asks, are we concerned about Purdy's arm strength following the injury? No, I'm not. I'm not. We've talked, you know, enough baseball guys, football guys have come back with arms better or maybe, I mean, just as good or at least uh, just as strong or uh, better. So support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Kevin has a longer face, says Michael. <laughs> uh, also, Mets fans miss Burkhart from the SNY days. Burkhart's got an incredible story. He uh, he was selling cars. Kurt, uh, here's a question. Ty Davis Price or Ronnie Bell? for the last roster spot. You know, I've seen people suggest it's going to be Ronnie Bell, the seventh round pick out of Michigan. I'm going to go with Ty Davis price. Um, but that's a very light prediction right now. Ronnie had some, some drops when I saw him at OTAs. So that's why I'm basing it on that. Who knows by the time we get to the season are that are Elijah Mitchell, are these guys going to be healthy by the time we get there? But you know, I mean, Ronnie is new. So they might be invested in him and uh, willing to give him a little bit of a shot. The thing is, the receiver room, Debo, Ayuk, Juwan, Ray Ray, Danny Gray, Sneed. Uh, Danny Gray showed the recipe last year. Like, can you play on teams? And, um, you know, Ronnie could. So maybe that would give you the Ronnie Bell. You know, he could be a returner. So maybe in that case, you should lean Ronnie Bell. You know, Jordan Mason last year made an impact on special teams and, um, you know, was able to get on the team that way in part. So maybe that gives Ronnie Bell the advantage, the fact that he can play teams and uh, specifically play returner for them over Ty Davis Price. But that'll be something to watch. 
uh, over the next few weeks because, like I said, Ronnie, he had trouble catching the ball at the OTAs that I went to. Good question. And we'll have some more like kind of roster building thoughts, right? Those are some of the takeaways we'll have to, to get into. Um, and I know a lot of you guys have takes on that. So this, I intended this to be like 20 minutes, but sometimes it's the case. You just get moving and uh, lots to talk about, especially today with um, Kyle and, uh, and John Lynch talking. I think Shanahan talks again. Uh, let me just pull this up here before we go and fill you guys in on the schedule. I think Kyle talks again. It's either, I think he talks again Wednesday, which is tomorrow. If you're watching this live, I can tell you right now. Uh, Shanahan talks again on Wednesday and then Steve Wilkes talks Thursday. So we'll get some more, get some more Shanahan takes out there. Um, after the Niners first day of practice. So yeah. All right. Uh, a lot more questions to get to, but got to roll. Thanks for hanging everybody. Hit that subscribe button, hit the like button helps the channel grow. If you're new here, consider subscribing for the cost of nothing. Uh, half the data tells us half of you watching this are not subscribed. So we'd love to keep that sucker growing. Part of why I've been on every morning. Uh, it helps me get my day started, but also did not want to lose any uh, YouTube momentum here before the season starts. So let's keep that sucker rolling. If you missed the Juice interview, go check that out. And um, also, we'll be you know mailbag stuff will matter again soon. That helps the uh, the podcast. So easy way to do it. Go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a review, five stars. We appreciate that. Um, if you're listening, you can just click it right there from where you're listening from. And uh, if you don't want to do it that way, or if you're not listening on Apple Podcast, email us, promo code ham at gmail.com. It can be anything. And uh, you can get in the, you don't know, get in mailbag. You get a little more long form than you can uh, in the comments on, uh, on YouTube. Anyway, so, all right, y'all. Thanks for hanging. That's all for today. And um, we'll have some camp stuff coming up rest of this week. However, I can uh, pop it in. And uh, Middlecoff's takes will be back on the show uh, next week, next week as well. So, all right. Thanks, y'all. Later.